0: Crazy, it's late. Not really. Well, for some of us, it's yeah. Try right, though. There's just a lot of emotions right now. <laughs> there are emotions. There, yeah. But anyways, we're gonna save those emotions for later because uh, I wanna, I wanna pretend that what I saw on Friday did not happen. In another really? company.
1: Oh, oh no! Oh, I mean... oh, 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 oh! You're, you're talking <laughs> about, you're talking about the other company, <laughs> the other company, the other company would ruin it i'm
0: just kidding <laughs> i love you adolfo listen this is what happens when i'm not here to review rampage with adolfo in like weeks because right you now things things get out of control right <laughs> but hi everyone all you biconics wrestling nerds out there oh, we're st- welcome to we're another starting i know we are. <laughs> okay i'm totally
1: keeping this whole minute okay.
0: in i'm just putting it out there
1: excellent all right now it's serial time Serial. we're super cereal guys I'm but
0: welcome to another cleanup crew review
1: Man,
0: that's it. <laughs> listen Hi. i'm hyped i'm hyped up on cold medicine with his head cold it is late for Adolfo. we are here to review another episode of aew rampage which oh, i am super normal. i'm just gonna put it out there i'm su- we're gonna probably mostly talk about the main event because Yo. Yeah. Woo! Yo. We're gonna talk about that main Yo, event. Fire! So, not to say that I don't care about anything else that happened, but that main but. event got like 20 whole minutes and I timed it. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah
1: so yeah. good. It was good. It was good. It was good. But let's start let's start at the beginning, which is a good place to
0: start. Which we also introductions. Started off really, Yes, introductions. <laughs> I am Mikey. <laughs> El Jefe around these parts. Mike lovely co-host is the nerdy Puerto Rican himself. Adolfo, like I said, Bam! it's been weeks. It's been that's weeks me. since we've been in the same room together. That's right. So uh, bear with us. That's right. Sweet. Anyways, I have to say, overall, I really enjoyed this week's AEW Rampage. There's a lot of fun stuff, and I consistently say that all the time, that AEW Rampage tends to be a lot of fun. I yes. feel that if that's how you should treat Rampage, because we only have an hour of wrestling. Great and you know that fun ba- kick you know us off this week for rampage because we got a tag team match between top flight and private party
1: part this 2 this match was so fun part 2 yeah part 2 still a lot of fun yeah there was so there was some beef from the first uh the first match with private party and uh, top flight uh mm-hmm. and that uh top flight in action and ready uh, accused uh, private party of in essence cheating. Uh with did. <laughs> yeah with what's with what's his face holding on to the rope. Mark Quinn so holding
0: the, onto the rope.
1: Yeah so he would get the pin. Um so this was yeah this was part two to like clear the air and whatnot. Um and god yeah it was again a lot of fun. I was kinda worried seeing that we were gonna get you know top flight uh private party part two um, but yeah, it was still like the same intensity, the same entertainment as the first one. Uh, it really kept me, um, it really kept me on the edge of my seat as to who was gonna win. Um, you know, because you, you had a lot of great reversals, you had a great, uh, a, a lot of great um, moves. Both, uh, both tag teams, Top Flight and uh, Private Party, are just like uh, you know. Uh, aerial acrobatics, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're great um, going off the ropes um, and uh, although there was, there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of good, it's just like basic slugging it out uh, This uh, uh, on this episode. We had Action Andretti. uh uh, outside of the ring uh and he was in essence kind of playing lawman if you will he did catch a little uh rope grab there uh you know but yeah it it was it was an enjoyable high energy match the type of match that i like at the beginning of of rampage so
0: i do too i love that private party interacts with the audience so well like when Isaiah Cassidy went and grabbed the inflatable crown from that one member of the audience and kept it on. I thought that was Zay. I thought that was Zay. Oh, Zay, Zay, sorry. Yeah, that was Brother Zay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brother Zay, Isaiah Cassidy, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, he's not Brother Zay no more.
1: (laughs) They kept calling him that, though.
0: I know. (laughs) I really appreciate how much Private Party loves to hype and play with the audience throughout this whole match. Like, again, when he grabbed the crown and kept it on for the majority of this whole match, it was great.
1: Yeah.
0: and you know what top flight pick up the victory here and commentary set it up perfectly that i would love to see a rubber match between these two to see yep. it's out with the second victory and hopefully we will get that because i would love to see more top flight and private party Yup.
1: yeah i i i feel that this the rubber match is going to be a a zero hour match
0: I mean, that could possibly happen, but hey, you know what? I'm okay with that. So if it ends up being on Zero Hour for Revolution, I'm totally cool with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Although, um, I mean, because Revolution is the next AEW uh, pay-per-view or whatever Uh that's coming up. I think Uh, it's four weeks. Yeah, four weeks. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm like think scouring through the storylines that they have right now. I would not mind. I would be very happy to see this rubber match as a zero hour match. I would not mind if it was like the beginning match, especially if they brought the same type of energy intensity um, that they brought to these first the first two matches. I I would be happy to see that as like the beginning match of the night to kind of like set the stage.
0: Right. So. so we got four weeks until revolution. So we'll see how things pan out. Yep. And speaking of things panning out, I'm going to be interested to see what happens next because now we join Renee backstage who is interviewing a returning Sammy Guevara. Last mm-hmm. time we saw Sammy was during battle of the belts in that street fight for mm-hmm. the AEW world tag team championships, him and Chris Jericho versus big bill and Ricky Starks. And of course we, we, well, not we, but Adolfo did a beautiful... Well, not... Actually, I think all three of us collectively figured out a way to talk about Battle of the Bouts. It felt like so long ago, but it was really like yeah. two and a half weeks ago. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of wrestling, you guys. I don't it was a time, lot of wrestling. But, <laughs> but I, I was, we were wondering, like, what happened to Sammy? I know that they lost the match, but what happened? Time to find out that he got injured again. Again. <laughs> but thankfully, it wasn't for long term like the last time. And basically, in this little interview and promo, he basically says, you know, he's a dad now, so perspective has changed. You know, he has a family to feed. He has his new baby. He has Ty, And he calls out Powerhouse Hobbs. And so, you know what? I'm okay with this. This keeps Sammy involved, fighting the Don Callis family. But in a weird way, it also keeps him away from Jericho, which is I'm totally okay with. Yeah. 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 I...
1: I worry... If Sammy's injury was another concussion, because concussions are very scary things that they they can build on top of the last concussion, uh, which will lead, which can lead to really bad things down the line. My hope is that the AEW medical and whatever medical um, that Sammy's going to, you know, understands that and is. Doing the right things. I am excited to see Sammy versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, I f- so much better than yeah keep than keeping him with with Jericho. Let Sammy shine. It's his time to shine. I feel that wrestling Powerhouse Hobbs. We're gonna get a very good, you know, strong versus fast and agile match. Uh, we're going to be seeing a lot of high flying um antics from Sammy in that match. Uh, so yeah. So we are I'm 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 here for it. I'm here for it. I am too. And well, because then the
0: promo we get later and we could talk about this now, they tangent the two promos between Sammy and Powerhouse Hops kind of tangentially go together. Yes. So yeah. cuz later in the evening we see the so Sammy had the call and now we see Powerhouse Hobbs with the response. So first, the Don Callis in this backstage kind of segment basically continues to hype up the Don Callis family. Yeah. Me and Adolfo are going to talk offline because we'll be here all night because there was a lot of yeah. feelings what happened on Dynamite in terms mm-hmm. of Mr. Kyle Fletcher but we'll, I'll tell, I'll get Adolfo's thoughts at the end of this. Powerhouse Hobbs comes in and he actually is allowed to speak which I wanted for the longest time. And so he basically answers Sammy saying, you're not the only one with kids. I have three children of my own and I have to make sure that I provide for them. So Sammy, you made a big mistake of calling me out because I'm going to bring it to you and you better be ready. And this made me invested because one, we get to see Sammy be on his own for a little bit. And two, with this promo from Powerhouse Hobbs, I've been wanting to see him back in the wrestling ring. And it seems that he's going to be doing this program with Sammy because Chris is going to be dealing with another member in Takeshita later, you know, with this feud. So I'm yep. happy that we get to see Sammy and Hobbs have something outside of, you know, always being in multi-person tags and this is more of a one-on-one situation. Yep. 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 So we can move on. <laughs> yes. Yes. Speaking of big groups, we—I don't know what we're still doing here—but Jay Lethal's trying to hold a training, but the yeah. rest of the J, Double J Squad is not buying it. It's so like Satnam, uh, yep. Satnam Singh, you know, Karen, <laughs> Double J, Double J, Sanjay. Sanjay like J. they're yeah. all there, and they're basically talking smack about Jay. They're like, "We don't want—I don't know what he wants us doing here. We're not going to wrestle, and I'm not going to do that." And then Jay Lethal comes into frame and he's all in like a workout gear and he's ready to go. And you know what's funny is, is that Satnam, Sanjay, and Karen were trying to dance around the issue. And then Double J just steps in and is like, alright, none of you are going to say it. Alright, you're too soft. Double, you're too yeah, soft, you're too Jay nice. Lethal. So nice. You're too nice. too nice. And I was just like, what happened? I thought we were breaking up this group, I guess. Not like, what happened?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it seems like They've, like, slammed the emergency brake on this story, on this breakup, and now it's just kind of, like, grinding. Um, I I feel that it's time to just pull the trigger, although I... me and Alice did both think it was hysterical uh, at the end of the segment when Karen was walking off she turns to Jay's like what you are nice and then she walks off camera, off frame um, so that was comical but, uh, but yeah uh, we we can pull the trigger on this like I'm I'm interested I want to see uh, Jay Lethal versus Double J Jeff Jarrett uh, give it to us I'm ready I am
0: too because I thought that's the direction we're heading and then like you said we pump the emergency break for some reason on this I'm like nobody's hurt nobody's injured we're not missing anything like we can continue to proceed as natural but see what happens with that then we get our second match of the evening this is an AEW World Tag Team Championship Eliminator match and I immediately well I mean on paper I knew that Dark Order wasn't going to win here they're not yeah. going to pick up a win over the champs and then they doubled down telling me that Dark Order wasn't going to win because they got no entrance. I was like, don't yep. do this to Dark Order. How dare you not give them entrance? But yep. this is against, this is Dark Order, which is being represented by Alex Reynolds and John Silver taking on your AEW World Champ, Tag Team champs, Big Bill, Big Ricky sucks with Darby on commentary.
1: Because yep. uh, we're hyping no. up Darby versus, uh, Darby and Sting versus uh, Big Bill and, and, and Ricky. Yep, that's
0: happening this upcoming Wednesday in Phoenix, Arizona yep. on Dynamite. Yep. So there's not really much to talk about in terms of match wise. This was a match. Dark Order did their thing. Ricky Starks continues to prove that he is a
1: stud. Yep. I you know uh, I didn't think I didn't think the Dark Order looked bad per se in this match. I, no, I, I, thought,
0: I didn't either. But it was just like Meh, they were there.
1: Yeah. Um. They, I mean they yeah they were there. Uh. It was nice that the uh. That it was a clean pin. Um, I think it, who was it? Big Bill that
0: got the pin? No, Ricky did because he threw the roshambo, which I love that oh, move. Right. But yeah, that yeah, got yeah. dangerously close with somebody landing on their head. I was like, "Ooh, that was too yep. close for comfort." Really like, oh, yeah. Ricky hits the roshambo for the win.
1: Yeah, um but you know, I, I, I again, I, I don't think that made the Dark Order look bad necessarily. Did we know that they were gonna get? their asses handed to him because of the the no entrance yes yes we did uh did this serve to push the storyline for Darby Allen Sting burst Big Bill and Ricky Starks meh maybe yeah you know like not really I I, I kind of sort of dug uh how Big Bill and and uh Darby Allen kind of had words at the end um Oh, what was it that Darby said? Come, come down here, and I'm gonna shove my skateboard down your throat or up your. Or I'm gonna stick my t- skateboard up your ass or something like that. And um, I quote,
0: Darby's like, he's like, come down here. I will shove my skateboard up your like. Yeah, um, demonetization.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you're gonna have to bleep me out on that one. Um nah, it's but, fine. I'm not
0: JVL. I'm. I keep okay. all the curses. In.
1: Um, but yeah, so yeah. so yeah, you know, um. I guess it kind of added to the storyline a bit to get us ready for Wednesday. Uh, so, but yeah, you know, that, that's kind of it for the match. It just, it happened. It wasn't not that it was a bad match. It just, you know, it, there, there really didn't seem like, yeah, it was there. It really didn't seem, seem like, uh, the stakes were high. And I mean, if it was a, if it was an elimination match anyway, and the belts weren't on the line. Uh, why did we not get let the Dark Order get a win? You know, in some like scandalous way? Because I, I mean, uh, um, evil Uno was 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 ringside. You yeah, know, and he's so running
0: he, interference for the match too.
1: Right? Yeah. So. Y- and if the belts aren't on the line, you could you could have given the Dark Order the the, the win. Uh, but you know now this this sets the question of: Are they going to have the tag team belts won by Sting and Darby Allen? Only to go to to Revolution and have them lose it against the Young Bucks.
0: So this is a question
1: that, you know, me and Adolfo were talking about in private
0: in our text message to each other. And, you know, Adolfo wanted to have this conversation on air, which I was totally here for. I like Adolfo's ideas. He's really great. But... The short answer to this is I 100% agree with you. I feel that that's the direction that we got set up with since, you know, the Young Bucks returned a couple weeks ago onto AEW television. I do for sure think that Big Bill and Ricky are losing the titles to Sting and Darby next week. And then, yeah, and then they're going to lose the titles because Sting's retiring after Revolution. So, yeah. The titles have to go to the young bucks now they can do the other thing where sting and darby win but then you run into the problem where they decide to vacate the titles which is also just as bad i would rather have sting and darby lose them to the young bucks than to win and then vacate them because samoa joe did that with the ring of honor television championship and Adolfo remembers yeah. how yeah, there's a four lot, of us yeah. were about to go on a warpath. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: it, it, it seems like belt vacating happens a lot in AEW. <laughs> you know? I'm uh, like, you should
0: only vacate the belt if yeah. you are injured or right. if you're like a belt from a different company. Like TNA, for example, their X Division Championship has the ability you can vacate the title, but it's like a cash in. Vacate the title, and then you get a world championship match at your at your choosing later down the line, right? So, but just to vacate it to vacate it is never an option for me. It frustrates me when that happens like that,
1: right? And then the other X factor is Sting. You know, Um, he's got in essence two matches left, and. How are we going to, or what's the best way that we want to remember Sting? You know, uh, I feel that, I feel that him and Darby winning the tag team championship from Big Bill and Ricky, that that'll still push Big Bill and Ricky, Right. Uh, and then it might also set them up, set them up so that they can split and, and do whatever they they want, you know, because um, they were singles uh, competitors for uh, for a while there. Um, or, uh, well, that's we'll we'll, we'll put that. Uh, and then, if you have Sting and Darby then dropping this to the Young Bucks, it then pushes the Young Bucks. But still, you know, Sting and Darby are going to look good, you know. And if it's one thing that we know about Sting is that he wants to promote the, the younger talent. He wants to push the younger talent, you know. Uh, he's not there to be a glory hound, you know. Uh, so, yeah, so it just, it's it's going to be an interesting week uh, coming up. And then it's, it's going to be an interesting uh, few weeks uh, going to Revolution, you know. Um, so uh, but that's that yep that's that match
0: (laughs) yeah and uh, I understand why we had the Eliminator match because you know the other thing that kind of happened since the last time we were together that the rankings are back for AEW yes so you know which is which is something I felt like should have been brought back but AEW if you watch this and I know you do you know what I'm saying. I w- wanted them to bring the rankings back. The only change I would make instead of having a top five, expand that to a top ten, because then you can create storylines within those individual brackets between the singles championships, the tag championships, yeah. women's division, and your trios championships and you can have multiple storylines you know the top of the di- of each division can go for those titles and then you can make fun stories where it's like okay I'm ranked number 10 who's on the list number 8 okay hey go number 8 into getting a match with you beat number 8 it's like oh look at that I've risen in the ranks now it's just fun ways that you can tell multiple stories without always having to, to directly put them into the championship pictures and stuff like that
1: so now in this situation, and the, I was wondering this, in this situation, because the Dark Order lost, do they now go to the bottom of I want to say the yes,
0: because, yeah, they will not, I don't know at the bottom, but they do go down in the rankings because if the other tag teams of the top five win matches, then they're going to continue to go up. That's why I'm saying I feel that expanding it to a top 10 gives you a chance to see where everybody's at and then that's not even accounting if sting and darby lose the titles to the young bucks yeah i'm just like because they've been off of television since full year which was back in november that kind of throws the systems that rankings out of whack because they're technically not in the rankings but right. they're going to get this. They're probably going to be the champions. And it, anyways, yeah, this just right. like a whole
1: convoluted mess. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, AEW at, Rampage anyway.
0: <laughs> here on AEW Rampage, we don't really worry too much about the rankings. We're going to let the Dynamite. Bo- oh, wait, that's me. We let the Dynamite <laughs> crew deal with all that. We're just here for a good yeah. time. Because yep. spe- Speaking of good times, we already talked about Powerhouse Hobbit, Don Callis. And we get our next match, our first women's match of the night. The only women's match of the night. <laughs> Willow Nightingale. Love Woo. her. She comes out. Yep. Love her energy. She's great to With have. With Chris him.
1: Statlander. And Stokely. Stoley. It's, it's Dooley. Stooly. Commentary <laughs> cracked
0: me out this whole entire match by having various iterations of calling Stokely. Like Stoogie, Stooly. Yep. 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 Stokely. That was, funny. I was, just like, that was so funny. It, it was so funny to watch. And Willow takes on pulling
1: double duty between Rampage
0: and then I just saw her All on Collision right. tonight. Queen yeah, Aminata.
1: Alright, Queen Aminata, yeah. Can we give Queen Aminata a win, please? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I, I... When I saw her... When I saw that she was up against uh, Willow Nightingale, I was like, oh, man. Queen Aminata's gonna lose. Damn it. Uh, you know, and then when I saw the, the matchup against uh, the Professor um, on Collision, I was like, oh, she's going to get that's a double loss, you know, and she has this she's 0 for an AEW. But then, like, when you see Queen Aminata uh, on, on Ring of Honor, uh, which I haven't been able to, to peg down, but I, I, I'm almost positive she has an undefeated record in, um, in Ring of Honor and is going to be going for the women's TV belt in Ring of Honor. So let her get an AEW win. I mean, you know, she's a great, she's great talent. She works really well. It's, you can tell that she, she's definitely uh, there for the business because hell, she's, she's been brought up twice uh, over this weekend and has lost twice and really hasn't batted an eye. Um, You know, give her a win. Let her have a win. I mean, and and this match is proof that she, that that you should let her have an AEW win because it was a good match. Yet she, she brought she brings great energy. Uh, she works really well uh, with the other talent. She works really well with the other talent. The crowd and she's she's over with the crowd. I mean, that 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 crowd was cheering for Queen Aminata at some points, you know, so, I, yeah, uh, you know, let the queen get a win, you know.
0: I 100 percent agree. This match, though, kind of rolled too.
1: <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, no, no doubt. And, and, and I apologize if I sound like I'm dunking on, on this. No, match. I totally 100 percent agree with you. Yeah. The match
0: itself was awesome. This was a really good match. I love anytime Willow is in the ring. She can do no wrong in my eyes. The Queen is a fantastic wrestler. They both did an awesome job. But I 100% agree with you. At least in the AEW universe, I want to see her pick up a substantial win, kind of put her on track to be somebody to consideration to be taken seriously in the women's division because look I want Queen to get set up for success. I want her to pick up a substantial victory over someone because my bucket list of who I would love to see just because I think I would think their styles would match really well. And I think if he builds up to the match, it would be great. Because eventually I would love to see Queen take on Thunder. And I think that would be That would be
1: cool. Oh, that would man, be a would match be awesome. I would want
0: to see so bad. Queen Aminata oh, yeah. versus Thunder Rosa. Because yeah. I think their styles would match very yeah. well. And it would be great. I and, I appreciate it after the match, you know, Willow picks up the victory here, she goes and shakes Queen's hand. Yep. And I love that Chris and Willow force Stokely to enjoy himself in the ring, and he's just like, uh, I'm anti-fun, and gets mad yeah. at both of them.
1: Yep. I yo, I'm I'll tell you what, I am here for, for this storyline. This Willow Nightingale Chris Statlander uh Stokely Halfway storyline, I'm here for it. Make all the friendship braces, Willow. You make them friendship bracelets. You hand them out to people. I'm, 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 I'm ride or die on this one. Well, since
0: we're talking about the friendship bracelets, because again, we're not done with Stokely and Willow and Chris, because later in the evening, they're backstage with Renee, with Renee, you know, talking yep. about it, and, and that Willow made is Renee, my,
1: Willow made Renee a friendship bracelet. bracelet. Yep. <laughs> I was
0: like, yep. oh my gosh, Willow's too adorable. I love her yep. so much. But, you know, Willow is being interviewed. And then all of a sudden, we hear a cacophony of yelling and screaming and who should arrive on the scene. But the outcast 2.0, Soraya, Ruby, and Harley and Cameron, Harley. they're all arguing still. Stokely killed me with the line and said, Hey, nobody makes fun of Willow except me. What? That's mean, but yeah, anyways. And then Harley, I,
1: Soraya kills
0: me. She's like, she's a stray. She adopted.
1: <laughs> she's, I died when Stokely... What was it? This is, uh, uh, this isn't like Dawson's Creek or keep that Dawson's Creek stuff. Like, I was
0: like, uh, uh, it's uh, like yeah. this is AEW Rampage, is not,
1: AEW Dawson's rampage not Dawson's Creek. Oh, that was great! That was great. I that this spot was a, f- a fun spot, a great spot. Uh, Aiotic, I, loved, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, Harley Cameron biting Stokely Hathaway. Like, I died I, I, Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't i wasn't on board with this iteration of harley but, but I am, like i after, am now <laughs> but right after after this yeah totally give give us give us this like stray unhinged harley cameron like it's i'm I'm, so I'm here funny. for it yeah because that that and I mean, was funny yeah.
0: and it sets up willow versus what seems to be you know willow and chris maybe versus ruby and saran next yes. week, which I'm excited next for. Soraya kills me in this, too. She's like, I'm tired. I was like, is yeah. it my contract? Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have to wrestle?
0: I was like, I have to sweat? Yeah. I don't um, know what Soraya decided to go with this character, but I love this choice in her character. It's so refreshing and hilarious. Yeah,
1: I w- I would actually be tickled pink if Saraya, um some shenanigans and had Harley uh, step in the ring in her place. So then you would have Ruby and Harley against Willow and Chris because uh, I, I I think that would be a lot of fun, especially with the Ruby Harley dynamic that that's been uh, that's been building. Which I I hope I hope they don't they haven't stopped that storyline. Especially with uh, with with Cool Hand Ange, like, I, 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 I'm, I would not mind seeing Cool Hand Ange trying to, you know, apologize to Ruby, and then like, you know, more scheming machination and have like this whole, like, Romeo and Juliet thing. Like, I, I, I was, I like that. I'm here for that. I'm, I dig it. So. Hopefully they don't stop that. Hopefully, you know, we get a little bit more of that, like maybe next week at rampage or something like that. Um, but that's, that's my two cents on that.
0: Yeah. I so here with what we're dealing with, Chris and Willow and the outcast 2.0. I, I'm just happy to see all these women get television time. Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. been really fun to watch the storyline play out. Yes, it has all of them. They're separate storylines and then coming together on rampage. This is great. So then from here I love that Orange Cassidy just sets up his own interview so Renee's backstage Jeez. with Orange Cassidy and Best Friends and it's like Renee's like Orange you asked for this time why and Cassidy's just like Orange. no Renee I requested this time because anytime I have an interview the Undisputed Kingdom always interrupt and I set the, it up this time so we can interrupt them and I can catch them by surprise and here they come in three yeah, three two, two one. one and then there's a little bit of silence it's like oh i guess i was wrong about that orange orange i was like oh gosh here we go and then it's in comes the undisputed kingdom and i just looked with directly adam at cole
1: in a wheelchair
0: that was hilarious and then i looked directly at Wardlow. i was like oh this was totally taped on the same night as dynamite because you're still in your ring gear yeah. with your barely a strap covering the nips
1: i was like yeah. what is happening
0: yeah. but essentially this sets up uh, on dynamite or no on rampage next week sorry rampage next it's a week. six person tag so it's going yep. to be roddy and the kingdom taking on orange cassidy rocky romero and trent veretta since chucky e. t yep. is still injured and he's not cleared to wrestle yep. so i was like this is all i wanted of all I wanted. I wanted them to interact in some capacity because last two and a half weeks since we found out Roddy was going to be facing Orange Cassidy for the international championship at Revolution, I wanted them to clash in some capacity because it's yeah. always just been Roddy talking and running away, but now we're going to yep. clash. Now I'm afraid yep. that we're going to have more runaway spots and it's going to
1: be a big old schmoz, and I'm like, no! <laughs> mm. I hope this not- yeah i I mean this this spot definitely did what it's supposed to do i am here for that match next friday um but yeah i yeah it's it's gonna be it, it it it's gonna be interesting to see how this story uh unfolds and yeah uh i'm i'm hooked
0: Oh. Also, Renee has been Renee confirmed as the leader of Best Friends because she called. She's the one that called in for the hands in. I was just like, oh, she's the secret leader. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Renee's so good at. I love Renee's backstage. Yeah. So and she good. was like
1: rocking was so that good. pantsuit. She was rocking yes. That I was pantsuit. like,
0: her and Lexi are like my two favorite backstage personalities across all of the promotions we cover yep. here. They're so good. Yep. <sighs> okay. So, Adolfo, like, virtually, we need to hold hands real quick. I know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, you guys. What Okay. main event. Holy crap. Wee. Okay. So, I'm just going to set this up. Then we're going to spend, like, 40 minutes. We're going to spend a bunch of time talking about this. So, this is our main event. This is an eight-person tag team match. And this was set up as a response of what happened after John Moxley's match on dynamite in which we had four representatives from cmll in the audience who jumped the barricade attacked moxley which then commentary was like oh my gosh the locker room is clearing out to help them i was like it's four people and i was like what happened to the roster because it's was- Daddy Magic Cool Hand Christopher yep, Daniels Daddy, yep. and Matt Seidel I was like the whole HR department is here like what do you mean the whole locker room like where was everybody else but because of that this sets up this eight man tag so you have Daddy Magic Cool Hand and Matt Seidel and Christopher Daniels taking on the four representatives from CMLL and I made sure to write everything down so I can pronounce it and you know I'm going to do my best so we had Mascara Dorada mm-hmm Echicero Volador Junior and Mystico listen yeah. by the way Echicero's entrance with the alchemy stuff I'm just like I love me a good gimmick and I'm oh, super impressed by him I'm super impressed by him especially what I saw tonight on Collision but stay tuned for that review
1: to find out why I was super impressed by, by all four of them and when, Same. when this was announced earlier in the week and I, I think I had texted this in the group chat I was super excited I was like oh my god CMLL is coming to fucking Rampage and I'm excited I'm excited baby uh, then when I saw because I will admit I didn't see Dynamite yet mm-hmm. um, but when I saw how this was set up where they jumped John Moxley I was like oh please don't make the brown people the bad guys you know Like, please they are. you know, and technically they are, um, but they, when they came out for this match, it didn't feel like they were being denigrated. Uh, and it was a, it was a fantastic match. It was not just a bunch of high fly spots, uh, you can tell that, that, that these, uh, these four, um, are like, Matt Tacticians, you know, that they've been around, uh, because they, there was enough high flying, and then there was enough technical wrestling in there that, like, dude, like, that, that pin, that, um, that,
0: uh, it, it's a, uh, said oh did.
1: Seto, What? That was insane! Grabbing
0: Christopher Daniels and then rolling yeah, him it, around a couple of times to make him dizzy and disorient right. to pin him. Yeah, I was just yeah. like,
1: but off of some, like, weird arm bar to, like, yo, that was insane! And, oh, yeah, it was, it was good. And, I mean, admitted, admittedly, the other four... Matt Seidel, Christopher Daniels, uh, Cool Hand Ange, and Daddy Magic—they—they they looked good in this match. You know, they—they mm-hmm. they weren't made to look the fool, which Cool Hand, uh, unfortunately Cool Hand Ange and Daddy Magic, as of late, have they? That's kind of been their shtick, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and we. Unfortunately, know That might uh, Matt Seidel and uh, Christopher Daniel. Even though, again, on ROH, uh, they are great, right? Usually, when they show up in Rampage or Collision, they're there to to you they're know gonna eat this pin, <laughs> yeah, and they're gonna get get that pin. But they they looked competent in this match, and I. That added to the enjoyment, you know, uh, because you did have, you did have talent that could match Matt Seidel and Christopher Daniel in their uh, technicality and in their high flying um, nonsense, for lack of a better word, uh, with uh, with the four uh, luchadors. So, so yeah, uh, it was it was a great it was a great match. It was yeah, it was a great
0: match. I want to take this time to explain to the audience why me and Adolfo were super excited once we got the announcement and why we're like kids on Christmas morning when it comes to talking about this. Match. So in previous reviews, anytime we got a Luchador involved in the AEW, yep. me and Adolfo have talked that verbatim like every single time because not just an AEW, but just in general Lucha Libre while it is high flying fast action a lot of fun to watch we have talked about how here in the western states lucha libre stars and mainstay western companies don't necessarily get treated very well or don't get presented well yeah. and they're always usually taking the pins in matches to non you know colored <laughs> wrestlers are yep. caucasian uh white people no counterparts or constituents if you will and me and adolfo were super excited because with the very little knowledge both of us know about CMLL, it's a big lucha libre federation in Mexico. Mm-hmm. CMLL and Triple A are like two biggest federations for lucha libre in Mexico. So that already got me pumped, and I agree with Adolfo in the sense that I was worried because they were being the heel presented as the heels in this when they were beat up John Moxley. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, this kind of makes sense because in the Che Libre, you have your faces and then you have your rudos or your heels, which makes sense. Honestly, it's kind of refreshing to see somebody beat up BCC once in a while, too, because BCC always ends up beating up everyone else. But this is the first time we've really seen BCC kind of get taken to the floor. And we're not done with our CMLL representatives because we're going to see them on Dynamite in a six-person tag next week too with claudio moxley and danielson and then we have three of our cmll boys represented in that match too great but the reason me and adolfo love this match so much more so is i can't speak for adolfo's experience but as a kid growing up very rarely did i get to see myself in just about any medium whether it be cartoons movies things like that that's why i would always gravitate towards you know my more african-american superheroes like static growing up static shock the cartoon itself was like my big thing the proud family was a big thing because that was the closest representation that i got of seeing me on television and then once i found professional wrestling i fell in love with it in general but like Rey Mysterios, the eddie Guerrero's, i was like oh my gosh i can actually do this i can see me here and to see these four boys, even though they were presented as the heels in this, I'm like, I am super happy because I can see myself as an adult here, but on top of that too, they picked up the win, which is the important part here. Yep.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, they, they, they weren't presented as like the stupid heel, uh, which happens quite often with, uh, with American heel story writing. They were you know they were they're, they're smart they came in they were aggressive uh, they showed their showcased their talent and it wasn't just like it wasn't just spot you know spot 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 it the, the match told a story and the wrestlers helped to tell that story and moved along and made it fascinating and I've said this before, um, in other episodes, I, I'm all about the spooky wrestling, right? I'm all about like that spooky stuff, and you in the lucha libre storytelling, you see that a lot more, right? They're not afraid to you know tap into that whole spooky uh stuff, it, and it, at least at least it felt like to me. Uh, with these four from CMLL, that they allowed them to do that um, with uh, the spooky stuff, you know? Uh, I mean, especially in the way that uh, Etrosero got the win, uh, you know, because then he, like, he did his, his thing and the, the, the thing, and yeah, it was just man yeah it was good uh it was good uh and i'm i i I hope i hope we i hope we see more and i hope we see more story like this you know because lucha luchadors are so much more than just like doing crazy maneuvers off of the high ropes you know they are so much more than that that and those those mascotas that they had man
0: awesome i'm like immediately i was like where can i find someone (laughs)
1: like They are
0: so good. I loved yep. it. Go. Yep. So, Obviously, it's it's a given that this is Mine and Adolph's match of the night, like hands down, yep. no contest.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, and, I might even you know, I, I might yep. even go back and watch the match again before I watch the uh, collision. Seriously, me too.
0: I'm gonna make the rest of the boys watch this match. It's like y'all need to watch this because really good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> And, I, I, and hey, if any TV execs are listening or whatnot, um, can we put CMLL or AAA wrestling About? somewhere that the U.S. audience can fucking watch it? I would be so down to watch it. Please. I would love to watch it. I would
0: love to watch it. I would too. So- well, Adolfo, this brings us to the end of this week's cleanup cruise. So the last thing we got to do is we got to rate this. So... The empanada scale. What are we giving this week's episode of Rampage?
1: I'm giving this an eight. This Rampage it flowed well. There was not a time where I was like, "Oh my god, this this, this needs to stop." Uh, you know, uh, it felt like they knew what they wanted to do with each thing and the story that they that they were uh, telling. Uh, even with the uh, Ricky Starks, Big Bill, Dark Order match. I know that it, you know, we kind of it kind of sound like we were dunking on that, uh, but it still felt like it ha- it had a direction as to where it was going. Uh, and Alice can attest that at the end of Rampage, uh, we were like, "Wait, that 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 was it?" Didn't even realize the the hour had gone by. It was just it was so much. It was so fun and so engrossing that. Yeah. Dug it.
0: I agree with you. I'm I'm also giving this an 8 out of 10 for similar reasons as you. I think I enjoyed myself this week. Between the backstage stuff and the wrestling that we got to see. And then, of course, it got boosted up so much by seeing CMLL. You know, the four boys wrestling there. And it's going to continue for who knows how long in AEW. Because we got one. We got... Etch settle on collision against Danielson, which mm-hmm. not to spoil anything, but it was really good, you guys. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so good. And then we're going to see more of them on Dynamite this upcoming week, so that's going to be really, really fun to watch as well. Adolfo, I love reviewing your MPH with you. It's like my little corner of happiness. I know,
1: <laughs> I know. You know, that's it's 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 it's, it's happy happy time. It, it is AEW at Rampage Time. At the Collision the Collision uh, Cleanup, uh, the, the Rampage Cleanup Crew.
0: <laughs> yeah, Rampage and Collision are my little corners of happiness because I get to work with some really fun people. It is a beautiful thing. And, you know, if you also enjoy this corner of Little Wrestling Happiness as well, check out other <laughs> cleanup crew reviews as well as mm-hmm. other reviews that we have here on the myconics youtube channel follow us all over the social medias at bc wrestle pod for notifications out of context clips and some fun memes that we healthily vent our frustration through when it comes to certain things it's a lot of fun for sure Indeed. and then of course if you can't commit to seeing our beautiful faces for video reviews you can carry us with you on the go and you can listen to audio re- versions of these reviews as well. So our voices will help get you through your homework through the a tough day at the office. We can also help you with that, you know, morning commune to the porcelain throne t- as well. Like mm-hmm. we have no shame here, wherever you listen to us, you know, wherever is at, totally okay with that next week, me and Adolfo will be back once again for a once pre-recorded again. review so i get to at least be here for one more week
1: and then and then after that it will be doing it live alice just because
0: alice is gonna come in and she's gonna clean house and be like kick mikey to the curb and i'm like i'm totally (laughs) here for it (laughs) well it's
1: not it's it's not a necessity the wrestling schedule gets so freaking crazy
0: it's crazy it really does it's for sure but for myself, Adolfo, and I'm also going to throw Alice because she is part of this Rampage crew. Now, from the three of us and the rest of the Biconics boys, remember take care of yourself, love one another, and as always, stay Biconic, all you guys, gals, non binary pals, he, she's, days, and gays of the internet. We will see you for the next Rampage review next week. But until then, ta ta for now. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to another Vibe Tribe production. What's going to happen next time? Well, you're going to have to tune in to find out. But until then, remember, take care of yourself, love one another, and as always, make sure that you keep the good times rolling. Thank you for being here, and we'll see you next time.